perception versus reality. And I'm going to do this subject probably a few times because it's like, it, it triggers me. No, you're really interested. It, well, it triggers me. I got, I, There's I, been like a glistening in your eye. It, it hasn't been. It's, it's this episode. It's just yeah, like this. Sub- just it, it's just subject. <laughs> <laughs> it's this subject or I need to see a doctor. Um, <laughs> so uh, perception versus reality and getting into what, what made me come up with this subject. And I, and the reason why I'm probably going to do it a lot is the whole Pelesi thing that came up and there's this thing in the news and a friend told me about it. Cause he knew that subjects like this, like I, I'm, I've always been interested in what people, things that are so subjective that people can make fact in their own heads. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's always something that's super interesting to me. Like we can look at the same piece of art mm-hmm. and you can see one thing and see one amount and I can see something else completely different and see another totally different amount. <laughs> so the, the, the situation with the Pelesi thing was uh, a store. They did a pop-up store. Mm-hmm. They got a bunch of YouTube influencers, which we will talk about as well, because that's a bane in my existence. I love to talk about YouTube. Uh, yeah. I have some YouTubers I follow. So we were with some influencers mm-hmm. and they're not just uh, YouTube influencers. I don't want to give YouTube a bad name because I, I watch it a lot, but um, influencers in general, they had some fashion influencers there, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, I guess more Instagram to YouTube, but influences that came out and everything and they put like $600 price tags on shoes and stuff like that and um, sold a, a couple pair and everything but it ended up being a Payless store so, <laughs> oh I did hear about that yeah so Payless but they called I did it hear about that. but they called it Pelesi they called it Pelesi and they, they brought in like uh, statues and stuff like yeah. that they had a big opening for it mm-hmm. poured champagne for walking around with their champagne and, all. and they're like oh these shoes are definitely worth $600 right you look at the shoes they look Payless freaking is like 20. Payless is like the worst store and, and they were like 30 bucks okay if and I'm paying and they 30 were bucks to pay less I'm paying too much money goodness gracious <laughs> that's like you're too much snakes um <laughs> So, well, like another store, sure. Like famous footwear, fine. But Payless. I loved. So cheap. Well, I loved that. I, I love that because of. I feel like that is part of. That is part of either people that your fashion, your marketing people have done a, done a very good job for you from a, a luxury standpoint, right? They're marketing these products and they're making people believe they're really worth this much money. And um, a lot of those shoes, what Payless showed with that was a. You could take these exact same shoes. Take them out of Payless, and now you automatically think of them differently. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So uh, when it comes to the perception versus reality, um, I, I'm often interested in where that line lies for people. You know what I mean? Because I'm very much a person who likes to get actual value out of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I like actual value. You know what I mean? Out of things. when I now It influences my purchasing decisions and a lot of different things. Um, so... It's it's funny that you said a thing by saying, "Hey, I I have to go out." Right? Why do you feel like so? What is what is the perception that that Rachel has that she has to go out? Mm-hmm. Well, it does sort of go back to the thing I was talking about. I just felt like spending so much time on my own that I, when I was younger, I always felt like I was missing out on something. There was like fun being had, and I wasn't a part of it. So you you were that person that's looking out the window right. where everybody's always. outside. Always. And I've always like literally when I was in college, I could be like. I The funny thing is that I, I remember in college f- specifically feeling like there were all these parties I wasn't invited to. When I got up, I probably went to a good bunch. Like I'm probably just being I don't really know how many parties there actually were. And I'm just probably imagining there were more than there were. And by the end of college, I did go to like a like a good amount of parties. And then I never had fun at any of them. I was always like, why am I so bored? 
why? And, and, and I'd be there and I'd be like, well, I'm not having fun and I'm supposed to be having fun. I'm a college kid at a party. I was told there'd be fun here. I was told there'd be fun here. <laughs> Hi, yes. Um, I'm looking to sign up for the fun. Uh, <laughs> Hi, I'd like to order uh, one bag of fun, please. Um, so well, did you weird. feel like it was like a, a did you feel like it was like a a a drain on the on the situation or what what were you you feel like you you felt it was going to be something that it wasn't? Yeah. I don't know what I felt it was. I just was like it was just supposed to be this like really fun thing and then I would just go there and there'd be too many people and I didn't really know anybody and people I did know were having conversations in other rooms. And this was in college. This was in college. Okay. Yeah. Pre fan bam or no? Or throughout? Throughout, okay. the fam bam didn't come with me to the parties. Okay. They were like um, very. They were hosting their own because it was like people. 10, 20 people. So fam, this is the, this the is the party. No, the twenty people is different than the fam bam. The fam bam was like the six of us. The twenty people was like their own group. Goodness gracious, this is it's a lot going on there. So much going on. It's a lot going on, Rich. There's a lot. That's a whole other episode. The fam bam. <laughs> we're we're going to tackle the fam bam we'll in a docu series. <laughs> It'll be on CNN. <laughs> We're coming on right after the 60s. Um, yeah, and then, uh, you know, I remember actually, so when I was in, I'm going to introduce some more people to you. I'm sorry. Of course. So when I was at episode. camp, I won't say names because that'll be too confusing, but when I was at camp, I there was a clique that I was, that I fought really hard to get into. Okay. So so then you, your perception in this particular case was that they were just the cool kids. Is that why you were like? Mm -hmm. uh, they weren't like the popular kids because there was one group that was considered like the popular kids and it wasn't them. So why didn't you shoot for that group? Because because this group was people that I, the thing about camp is that you know these people for 10 years. I knew them when I was. Because you went. Yeah. You go from when you're like, I don't remember, like before middle school. So like. I, I started doing day camp at my camp because my mom worked there. So I would do day camp. There was like staff rats would, would go to day camp. No doubt. Um, when I was two or three. Okay. And then for, no, because it must have been, yeah. And then for, I guess, at least 10 years. I And then you start to go, and then you would get old enough, you go to sleep away. And that was like maybe eight or nine. Mm. And then your last year is like you're going into – junior year, sophomore year of high school. It was like the summer before sophomore year. It's like your last year, I think. So yeah, I did. I, so I did it for like 12, 13 years, 14 years. So I knew these people from when I was nine and you know, when you're nine, you all hang out together. There's no clicks or anything. There's, you know, and then you get older and it starts to get really clicky. Yeah. Personalities develop. And these and were all people who I had been friends with. And then suddenly they had a click, click and I wasn't part of it. Cause I had started hanging out with other people too. Um, and for whatever reason, I had decided that these were my friends. These had always been my friends. So that was the click I needed to get into. It wasn't mm -hmm. like a popular thing. Right. Um, although they were, they were definitely cool. They right. were all really, these girls to this day, they're like, they were these like really pretty, really put together, smart, creative, fun girls who I never even felt like I was like good enough to be around. I remember when I, so like. Fought so hard to get into the clique. I'm finally in it. Mm -hmm. Never felt like I was in it. Ever. I felt so much more excluded when I was in it than when I wasn't in it. Because there were all these times where I was just like, why am I here? Or like, you know, pairing up. At camp, you have to pair up all the time because there's all these like activities they have to be in pairs for. And we would literally be like, pair up. And there'd be like an even number. And it would be like two, two. And then these three girls would be like, we're going to be the three, two, the three group. And I'd be like. 
okay, I'll just be by myself. <laughs> two, two. We'll just go three and then Rachel one. Like, this happened a lot. This was not just like a one-time thing. That happened a lot. Oh, man. It's so ridiculous. And so, and I didn't realize how much that had affected me. And this was like middle school years, kind of. Okay. I didn't realize how much that had affected me until much later. Until like, I probably was when I started going to college that I was like, oh, man, that that group, that click I was in, like, fucked me up emotionally. Like, right. It really made me feel insecure. It really made me feel like I wasn't good enough. It really made me feel excluded. And it was an exclusion that stayed with me for like never feeling like, I mean, to be that fair, that that, and then not having any friends in my like public school together really fucked with my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really made me feel just excluded. All, you know, FOMO? I have FOMO's fear of missing out. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I have a severe, so, severe case of FOMO let, all the let, time. Let's, let's go on that for a second. And maybe that's why there's a perception versus reality thing. I think it's, it's great in, um, that you bring that up because I feel like that is part of the perception oh, yeah. versus reality. We, that, that's the, the fear problem. of missing out is mm-hmm. like um, is something I do not have whatsoever. Nice. So that's, that's something that does not affect me. It doesn't affect me whatsoever. And I feel like that's why I have a mm-hmm. stronger like sense of what my re- actual reality is mm-hmm. versus being told it's going to be the best thing since sliced bread right. and maybe fear of missing out on the best thing since sliced bread. I'm going to do my research. I got to look. I got to see. I got to get the feeling of if that actually is for me versus some people, they can just have the perception that it's the best thing. Like I got a friend, right. I have a friend who I call, um, he's the perpetually grass is greener guy. Mm. He makes one decision and always thinks about the decision he didn't make. God, I could have did, did that and too. Social media is so <laughs> bad for this because what well, we don't show who we really are in social media. We show, the best attributes of ourselves. We, we show the representation, the happiness that the rep- we want yeah, people to absolutely. think we're having, which is like when I was in middle school and I was like really depressed. And I didn't have any friends. All I saw on Facebook was like all these people having fun going out and, and, and having the best time. And I just felt like what's wrong with me that I'm sitting here looking at this. On Did a you Saturday. see a lot of like heart fan, heart hands and kissy faces and stuff like that going on? I feel like you don't understand 12 year old girls. Yeah, I guess it's not. I, I don't not as much as I feel uh, like I probably am I'm happy maybe about that. There was a little bit, but that's not like what I think what I go to. So the thing is, is when I'm looking at social media, the amount of kissy faces and heart hands I heart see hand like this right like we, uh, the, gets, yeah we're, right. we're putting up heart hands the human heart hands that's and, very like and, 2000s and the that's a that's like a very 2000s trend well the thing what is the social media trend now would you say are you are you, are you up on it are you still no, up on your social media I only have Facebook I don't have Instagram you don't have Instagram and I barely on Facebook so as Instagram the, the trend now I would say and, and, and I definitely do still see some of the heart hands the more the kissy faces that I don't think they ever went anywhere mm. um, there's definitely more like of living your best life type of pictures. Mm-hmm. And not only are you living your best life type of pictures, they're living your best life type of pictures that look like it took you several shots right. to get to get that shot. To get that one to angle, get that one God shot. God forbid we have bad angles. <laughs> perfect sunrise. Everything is perfect in the picture. Colors popping like you photoshopped the thing. Like you know what I mean? Nothing it doesn't it looks so unreal. Yeah. Wait, it look, I, it looks so unreal. Can I tell you a story that has um exactly what we're talking about, perception sure. versus reality? Sure. So I was talking to my friend, my neighbor, my neighbor Val, um, and we were talking about how terrible and like social media is for us and how bad it is for our health because it really is awful for just society. So in general, um, it's just you feel like it should be done away with. It's a poison, but um, <laughs> but we were talking about it, and she her big issue is that like you and your neighbor, yeah, my neighbor. Okay, her big issue is that is like body image. Mm-hmm. Like she sees herself one way, and then how she actually looks is different, and then what she sees on Instagram 
is like all these beautiful models with like perfect bodies. And she just sees it and it makes her miserable because she sees it every day and she's, and it makes her unhappy. That does nothing for me. I'm like never, I, I'm very lucky. I haven't had a lot of body issues. I'm pretty content with, um, like how my body is. Mm-hmm. Um, and seeing other people that are, have really nice bodies doesn't really hit me in a way. Beautiful faces. I hate that. Get your beautiful face away from me. <laughs> Get your beautiful face away from me. How dare you with your beautiful <laughs> face. Um, but like body is nothing. But she was literally talking to me, showing me her social media. And like, she was like, oh yeah, here's this photo I took with me. Me and, me and my friend, my best friend, Emily, like we went out or my best friend, Grace, we went out and we did, went to this hiking. And yeah, but look at this hot girl. Like, look at this amazing body this girl has. And I'm like, see, the body does nothing for me. That photo of you and your friend hiking on the mountain, that like feels like a stab that's like because in my head i'm like oh my god her and this friend are so close and they hang out all the time and they share so many intimate secrets with each other and they're best 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 friends and they love to go hiking and that hike was probably like so much fun they probably had like a great time and bonded and then they got to the top of the mountain they took this beautiful picture and look how cute they are together and i bet you they just like that's a great memory that they have and i don't have that memory because i don't have any super close friends who like to go hiking and i don't <laughs> i don't have this like best friend relationship that she has so with y'all her. are seeing two totally different things looking at the same picture this is exactly what this word for word is what I said to her. And I was like, and I see that and I'm sitting at home on my couch looking at it. And I'm like, why am I alone? Why am I spending this like Tuesday night or whatever by myself? Wait, instead like, of hiking she, on a mountain. Right. Instead of hiking on this mountain. <laughs> and where's my best friend? Why doesn't she, where is she? And she was like, you know, it's funny. And I said, what? She goes, we had a terrible time on that hike. We fought the whole time and it rained. And then we just wanted to leave. We just took the picture and we left. And I was like, that's crazy that they Wild. didn't even had a good, wow. they didn't even have a good time they had a miserable time she was like i look back at that like i was like oh and that hike sucked you're and looking at like, it like i would I kill like, for that hike do you know what i would pay for that hike so i i feel like what when situations happen like this and this is something that has been like I've always been interested about this, like throughout life, because my, I had a friend of mine who used to say, I used to talk to him and he used to tell me that his brother, he said, man, my brother hates remixes of songs. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's like, man, my brother hates remixes of songs. He always likes the original, whatever the original mix is. And I used to say to him, well, you know, he listens. I was like, well, this is back when like radio was, was popular in like the 1960s. You know, we actually- <laughs> the uh, 1730s. Oh. <laughs> We actually listened to radio back then. Um, what the radio was, uh, it, you know, that's when people, he's like, do you, you know, I'm like, well, is he listening to the radio? He's like, yeah. I'm like, well, you know, a lot of times that re- the original version is on the album, but the, the version that they were playing on the radio is was a remix. It was a couple of popular songs at the time. And the popular, the popular version was on the radio, was the remix version and the version of the album was, right. was, the was version. the original. Mm-hmm. So, Stuff like that just goes show me like the perception versus reality. Well, he's like so anti anti remix, but the one you love is the remix. Is the remix yeah. right? And it just happens wow. to be the first one you heard. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Well, isn't it kind of crazy how like just think about how we support a certain sports team mostly because you were raised in that city, and like that's the game you went to, and that's the like fond memories that you have, right? Versus like not even like the actual how good the team is or not. I'm a mm. Mets fan. Cause I grew up going to Mets games and I fucking love the Mets. Right. And that, when, but that's the only have reason I've ever seen a Mets, like a world, you know, actually win a world series. 
No, huh. not. so you, it's it's. But we are so. Is that because we're ingrained, right? You right. feel and like we're, so we're ingrained that like we're right Absolutely. about anything. About it, like like someone else comes in with a sports team and you're like, oh, I hate that guy. He's a fan of this team, and it's like, well, he could be fine, or, or, or even like, okay, let's see that you heard like you read something on the internet, and you were okay. You're like, that's the, that's true, and then you're getting into this like debate with someone, and you're like, no, 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 this is the truth. I know the truth because I read it online. And like, you're so adamant that what you're saying is right. Right. You're so stubborn. And we're like, not open to hearing, maybe this is just me because I'm stubborn, but we're not open to hearing like <laughs> other people that like, no, you can't be right because I read it. And if I read it, it must be right. And then someone's like, uh, no, actually this is, this is the case. I think I watched, I watched this YouTube video where someone was talking about sociopathy and they were saying something like 25% of the population, um, is actually sociopathic. Mm. And I was going around telling people that. And my friend and I were talking about it because she had seen the same video. And so we talked to people. They'd be like, no, no, no. And some, and my friend, my roommate was like, man, you keep thinking people are like, you think a lot of people in your life are like sociopathic. And I was like, well, it's 25% of the population. As a, well, as a matter of fact. As a matter of fact. <laughs> and then I came home for Thanksgiving and I was talking about it with my sister. And I was like, well, 25% of the population is in the minimum. And she was like, that's not true. And I was like, yes, it is. Because the psychologist said it. And she was like, that's not true. I looked it up. Four percent of the population. Yikes! Well, I feel like misinformation is a definitely an issue where um, people's perception of of reality is different than actual reality, and the information or the bubble that you live in, or where you choose to consume your information, and mm. that's why you can have so much misinformation. Right. If you're consuming your information from like Facebook or something like that, then you're in a bubble. Most people that you know. A lot of people that people tend to be close friends with tend to be like echo chambers, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? So there's sending around articles that already they have confirmation bias. So they are right. sending around articles that already confirm uh, a perspective that they right. might so already like have. Everyone I'm on Facebook friends with for the most part are like liberal Democrats. Mm. So, you know, some person says like what we're doing is wrong and everybody agrees. And it's like, Oh, so then I must be right because everybody's agreeing. Right, with me. right, right. You, you get people, it, you get everybody confirming what you already thought. Now everybody feels good about it. Now let one person come in with a, a dissenting perspective mm-hmm. and not ha- have any or have maybe facts to back it up. Cause sometimes this is, this happens on, um, I watch Fox news and I watch, um, right. CNN and MSNBC, you, you know, I'm very big on different perspectives. I know, like I love it. I love it because Somebody I love on getting Facebook it. Facebook literally tweeted or posted something that was like a repost. Someone else had set, had posted about something that I disagreed with. That was like, not even like still very liberal, still like, well, still like not, not even really that political, but like it was about political correctness. Mm-hmm. And just seeing that I was like, Oh, this makes me want to unfriend this person. Cause I don't want to see this in my space. I don't, but I like, didn't. You didn't even want to like, it's going to ruin my day. If well, I could, it was my sister. It was my brother's girlfriend. So I couldn't, but <laughs> and I wouldn't have just from that one. Cause she's, there's no reason just to, cause of that one post, but I, I thought about it for a second. And I was like, who is this person? I want them gone. <laughs> I mean, my conservative friends that are conservative, they're they're living in conservative bubbles. You know yeah, what I mean? They're living, living in conservative. Bubbles. They're living in conservative bubbles. And I definitely feel like I used to tell my mom this about religion. She used to hate it. But my mom was very we had a friend that was a Muslim. So we, we actually would go to a mosque and we were going to a mosque with them and everything and seeing a whole different perspective on religion and everything like that. So it learned me. It gave me like a more of a, a respect for religions because I told my mom, I said, mom, you know, if I was born in certain parts of the world, maybe I'd be Hindu. Maybe I would be depending on just where I was born at. You know, I mean, there's a good percentage that I would be that religion. So you got to have I think that that my mom kind of opened in my my eyes to that. 
definitely helped give me a little bit more reality versus the perception of like, well, you know, I'm Christian, so I'm right. I mean, of course, you know, right. it's more so like, well, I, I was born here, so I'm Christian, but and those are my beliefs. But at the same time, I am open to other people's beliefs as well, because yeah, that's just I don't know if anybody has the answers as much as we all think we do. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I watched um this uh, Netflix documentary reversing Roe and it's about Roe versus Wade. Uh-huh. It's about how um all these restrictions are coming in um, about abortion that mm. are like essentially trying to make it illegal. Yeah, absolutely. And it was a really, really hard documentary to watch. Why? Because it made me so angry. And the thing is that I just had to keep reminding myself, like people that are doing it are doing it because they believe that it's wrong, that they believe that like, they believe they're fighting for a life for a life. They believe they really strongly. And I have a um, conservative friend who I haven't seen in a long time, but like, this was a big debate that we got into. And it was the first time I really heard someone come from it from that side um, being like, well, yeah, but it's a life. Like, how can you kill a life? And I'm like, but what about this? And she's like, but it's murder. And I was like, that's how you see it. Like, wow, that's, I didn't really, I knew it, but I didn't like hear it, you know? Mm. And it's, and it's so infuriating because on my side, it's like, well, you're taking away these women's rights. And like, how can you do that? How can you take away a woman's rights? And then it's like, well, how can you, their side, it's like, how can you kill a light? And it's, everyone's so feels so passionate about right they're very entrenched into that one side one side of the other and very entrenched and um where i always have come down on that is i just mind my business it's just not my business to tell any other human being what to do with their life that's how i feel it's just not you don't want to get it's not and the thing is it's kind of like if if i tell you like oh you have to have this child am i going to be there for you to raise it Mm -hmm. no i tell you i give you my perspective i move on with my life you know, and I feel like that's what a lot of these people do. They give their perspectives and then they move on with their life and then they're um, making whatever decisions they want. When it came to um, gay marriage, I was felt so much the same way. If you want to, um, if I can get married, mm-hmm. how can I then turn around and tell somebody for any reason that they cannot do the exact same thing? It's to me, it's utterly ridiculous. Both no matter how you how you try to. Um, finesse that point you know what I mean to me it's just utter it just boils down to the fact that mind your business live your life and if you didn't spend so much of your time interfering in other people's um, actual realities because you what you're doing is you're taking your perception right my perception of life and I'm making that your reality well then I have I have a question sure it's gonna get really weird ready let's do it you ready mm-hmm. what about incest what do you mean what about incest you said you you if you can get married, who's to say that two other like do I feel like a brother and sister can get married? Like do I feel like yeah, do I feel like think, am I against it? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, if there was a brother and sister that that wanted to get married. Knock yourself out. All right. I mean I agree. I can't stop them. Listen, <laughs> listen. Not my brother <laughs> <You're>, and sister. <laughs> so it's like I don't I'm I, not I, talking I, about um I mean I'm just saying I like <laughs> I just was we should say that for another episode. <laughs> <laughs> And now that brings us back to our overall point of this episode. <laughs> but no, this is. <laughs> no, I just. I, I, think I feel like it, at, there there definitely is like if 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 two consenting people yeah. want to have their situation, whatever that situation is, it just does not affect me, Rachel. It doesn't affect me. And um, a lot of times 
do I have the perception that that's wrong? If you start to like when we were talking about the religions and having the different religions, okay? Some people perceive different religions as being wrong. I think that's ridiculous. People live their lives. You know what I mean? If they choose to, they could choose to worship whatever they want. In my opinion, you know what I mean? They, I, I, it just doesn't matter to me because they have the ultimately what people have is the right to to make their own reality as long as it doesn't affect another person. You know what I mean? Um, I'm not talking about somebody who's like stalking you and says, well, I have the right to make Rachel my wife. Right. And Rachel's like, listen, I never want to see you ever in life. I'm not talking about something like this that. That guy I went on that date with, right? The the one that would have played the guitar. Yeah. So I was like, anyway, here's Wonderwall. <laughs> well, if you want to date me, <laughs> you will after my rendition of Wonderwall. Here. Wonderwall. <laughs> so, yeah, I feel like that's, that's kind of where what makes perception versus reality. So, so like such a strong issue for me, because I feel like we live in, especially United States is, um, in this country, we're governed by certain perceptions. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's certain perceptions and people's perception of things is, is very hilarious to me, you know? Um, and the Pelesi situation was just, just one of those. And I'm going to end that note talking about influencers. You know what Instagram, do you know what an Instagram influencer is? Mm -hmm. Or have you ever been influenced by one? Because you're solidly in that no, demo. No, I don't have an Instagram. I you can still look. You don't have to have one to look. I don't. Because then what's the point? <laughs> <laughs> so so then did, you might as well just oh join. He's no. like, so I might as well just join in. Is that what you're saying? I, I did once. <laughs> I I did once because what um, you looked at in, on I Instagram was stalking this guy who who you stalking I matched with on Tinder. Are you? Are you that person? Are well, you stalking okay. them? We had matched. I'm going to be really quiet about this because I'm really ashamed of it. Okay. We matched. We didn't match twice on Bumble. So Bumble like goes around. And if you like, if you like, you, people come back around basically. Okay. In different profiles or the same profile? Same profile. Okay. Basically like if you match or if you don't match, like maybe a couple months or a couple weeks later. They, re they, they, they resurface. They resurface. I'm on still Tinder, here. On Tinder, they don't. Okay. On Bumble, and we didn't match. And I thought this guy was. I I'm not attracted to many people. It's like an issue. Um, I have a very like low attraction level, and this guy I was like immediately very attracted to, and we didn't match twice. And then I I saw him on Tinder, and I swiped right, and I should have um like super swiped it, which is when you're like, I love you, marry me. Uh, <laughs> a suit. You should have super like, swiped. Which is it. when you're like, I'm really really attracted to you. Um, and two days later, he matched with me. I don't know why it took him two days. Two days later, he matched with me. And all I had was his name and his job title. It didn't, it didn't have his last name. So you went and stalked him, didn't you? I Google searched him mm. so hard. Goodness gracious. I found him. You found him on Instagram? I found him on um, um, LinkedIn. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that's super, I don't think that's super horrible, well, Rach. I found him on LinkedIn, and so I found out where he lived, and I found out where he worked, and then I found his Facebook profile, and then I found out a lot of stuff about where he went to school. I found out what he majored in. Yikes. So, so did you guys ever go on the date? So, I messaged him, and I thought it would be cute to be like, hey, you look familiar. Because here's my thought. He doesn't remember that we matched, that we didn't match on Bumble. He doesn't remember me from Bumble. Okay. Then he has to think, he's like, oh, how do I know this girl? And then he's like, oh, do you ever go to name of town where he's from? And I'd be like, oh, no, is that where you live? And then we just get talking. 
Oh my goodness. Or he'd be like, oh, did you go to, do you know this person? And then we get talking. Okay. I sent it. It like didn't go through. The message? The message didn't send, but I wasn't sure. Because sometimes it won't send and then it will like send later. Right. But it it didn't send at all. So what'd you do? So I waited like four days and then I was like, okay, I don't think it sent. Because sometimes, because. So had there been no correspondence between him and you in that four days? No, he never messaged me mm. and I waited, I was waiting to see if he would respond to this, but it never got, it never got sent because it, underneath it will say sent. And I didn't realize that. And it never said sent. So it never sent. So I was like, you know what? And then I felt really stupid for saying, Hey, we look for my, I told my roommate that I told Christian that. And he was like, why would you say that? What do you think is going to come of that? And I was like, I don't know. So then I was like, okay, well, I have an opportunity now to get a redo, a fresh start. He has no, like it never went through. This is my redo. What do I say? And you're confirmed. You, you have confirmation. It didn't, it didn't go. Through. Okay. Didn't awesome. Go through. Okay. And I, but it's I, been four days. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But um, that doesn't, people have messaged me after like a week sometimes. It doesn't, you know, people mm. are busy. Okay. Um, but, um, and so I was like, what do I say? And question just goes like, I don't know. Just say like, Hey, how's your day? And I was like, Hey, how's your day? That's not interesting. That's not going to get him to get it, catch his attention. And he was like, I don't know what to tell you that. So I sent, hey, how's your day going? Okay. Lo and behold, he never responded. He never responded. Okay. And then this is when I did the, the deep dive, the Google deep dive. And I was like, respond. Where? Who are you? And then I found out everything about him. And then, oh, this is so embarrassing. And then after like a week, I was like, should I try again? No. And Christian was like, no. No. And I was like, maybe he's busy. I don't know. Maybe he didn't. He was going to respond to it and then he didn't. And I said, you know what? I have nothing to lose in this situation. I'm never going to meet this guy. Odds are I'm never going to see him again. He's just a guy on the internet. If I message him twice, it's like the worst comes to worst. He's like, oh, ugh, not, like nothing, nothing, nothing will happen. Like I don't really okay. have anything to lose. Just my like sense of self. I'm like, <laughs> who needs that? I have nothing to lose except my sense of self. Just like, you know, <laughs> me being very pathetic. It's fine. <laughs> who needs that anyway? <laughs> So I messaged him. Okay. Th- this is a third time. What's the time, so total time period here, Rachel? We're at a week? Yeah, it's been like a week and a half. A week and a half. Um, this is the third message incoming. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to know what I said? What'd you say? I said, hey, you look familiar. <laughs> Again? Yeah. It didn't send the first time. So I, so I was like, all right, this time I'm going to, like, last time I took Christian's advice and that was stupid because, like, it's not interesting. So I'm going to try something a little bit more interesting. And the only thing I could think of was, hey, you look familiar. And you know what? He never responded. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I will definitely, I'm going to give you. But I know everything about <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> so let's, let's start with yikes there. Okay. And That's then. That's a fair place to start. <laughs> <laughs> and let me give you some solid. Cause I, I feel like we, we're in, we're due for a Rachel dating episode. Mm. No, I feel like I've told all my that, stories. That you don't, because you don't date. And that's, it's like, it, it comes, I haven't gone on a date in months. It comes from a totally different angle. So a dating episode with you is going to be very different than it is um, with Alyssa. So now the thing is though, Rachel. Yeah. Here's dating. Here's number one. Mm-hmm. Let me give you number one. Okay. Number one is. <laughs> if a, if a guy. I'll tell you what guys we are. A lot of guys. We're, we're simple beings. Mm-hmm. That's why we need women in our lives for sophistication. A lot of my sophistication that I have is because I dated somebody with more sophistication. And then I took that sophistication later for myself. Mm-hmm. But I was like, Mr. Microwave, everything paper plate guy. 
You know what I mean? Very simple guy. It's food. I got a place for my big screen. I don't need anything else in life. Okay. Well, guys, a lot of times is if a guy, if a guy matches with you or something, um, and he, you have no correspondence for a week, none, zero correspondence for a week. He's not interested. Well, why would you, why would you bother matching? Because guys, a lot of guys are matching with, they're just like me. They're you know what like I've left, done? Right, right. Left, right, left, right. I'll be, I'll be at work. And while I'm waiting for something, I'll just uh, swipe, 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 swipe. You know, now I will tell you, I don't have Bumber, Bumble, Bumber. Bumber. <laughs> I don't have, on Tinder. I don't have Bumble or Tinder any longer. Um, but I used to have it. And when I, when I had it, I would just switch. I would just swipe, swipe, swipe for nothing. And I'd be with friends. They're like, oh yeah, well, you know, it's real quick during conversation. I'm talking to you. I just pull my phone. I'm not even looking. I'm just, (laughs) he probably, he probably thought like, oh, she looked, she probably thought I looked familiar. And so he just swiped right. For just for familiarity. Yeah. Just, he's like, 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 am I related to this person? Not even thinking about it. Just like, oh, so. It, 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 with is I know I I haven't. Well, I the haven't indicators, Rachel. The indicator <laughs> that's very good. Because <laughs> four times I just, just hang like, out in Lawrenceville, and I'm just like, where are you? I just now I just uh, follow him. So I just go to all the McDonald's, and I'm like, why are you here? You know, I feel like you, with guys, you give it a time period. If guys are interested, um, if guys are interested, they're gonna message you. Yeah. If you're interested, message them. Close. And then if they don't respond. Yeah. If they don't respond to you. That's what I expect. They say that you can definitely do a second one. I'm not a fan of the second of the second message. I never do. I, I so, won't do it unless I really like, like, I really like the guy. I was disappointed, but I, I, I let it, I literally said mm-hmm. to, to my friend, I was like, I'm going to message him again. And then he either responds or he doesn't. And, and this is on a third message. That's what you said. Technically it. the second, third one he got, the first one he never saw. It's only the second one he saw. Okay. So this, on the second message that this he was actually, message. that actually received. I actually just text. I, I, I message him on a, on a, on a biweekly basis now. I just, <laughs> just keep messaging him and maybe something and to eventually shake, you he'll know, either respond or die. So, so that is very, that's very hilarious, Rachel. It's very, and life I, is just so funny. So we're definitely going to do, we're going to do the dating episode because I feel like this it's so, it's so different with you. And then you also, you went on, it was that one date, the only date you ever went on when you did the one with the, uh, the guy who played you Wonderwall and yeah, you I drove think, him around. No, like, no, that there was, was crazy. a couple dates that I went on, but I haven't gone on a date. I think that guy was the last date I went on. There was a couple times where I was supposed to meet guys and then it just didn't happen. But you said you're, you're bisexual. So you go on dates yeah. with females. I haven't. I'm like. The, have you ever like even gone on like Bumble and cause yeah. I'm not sure what it's I like with same, same sex. There. All right. So then you, you can just, yeah. have you messaged how y'all even like, so have you talked, like, have y'all had conversations? You sent females like messages. Do y'all, has it even gotten to that point at all? No. And it's not for like lack of, I don't want to say lack of trying. Mm-hmm. What it is, is like, especially in the area that I'm in a lot of the Girls are there, like the are more like quote unquote alternative looking. So, what like, does that mean for the uninitiated? Right, you say alternative. I think like alternative rock. Well, it's a lot of like, um, like a lot of the girls have like short hair. There's they're more like a lot of the girls are more butch. Okay, um, and you're looking for like a femme. Yeah, okay. and that's not that's not my type. Um, which is not to say that some of those butchers are not your type or your fam's not your type. Butchers. All right. Type. So you're looking for fam. Okay. Right. And there's just, and that's very, many. that's very common. Pers- like a lot of women I know that do like to that, that are, that, that, are that are bisexual or just gay. They, um, or lesbian. They, they like a particular type. 
right? It's the not uncommon. The thing you about know what gay mean? men is there's like eight to ten different types. And the thing about women, gay lesbians, there's two. Right. Like, literally, like and it's yeah. But um and there's just not um specifically I I barely see any um femme girls on Tinder, at least in my area. Mm. Um and especially on Bumble, a lot of the girls are just looking for friends. Because a lot of it's like young people don't know how to meet each other. So well, this is how this is how they meet each other. Right. So it's not like it's not like it's not like bisexual girl or gay girl looking for friends, also looking for relationship, also looking for friends with benefits. It's like I literally just want like a friend who's a girl. Is like I'm new to Atlanta. I don't know how to meet anyone. So I'm on Bumble. A lot of girls do that. Okay. Guys don't, but girls do. I mean they're they're on there. Guys, it's, are, it's guys are on there and they're like um, yeah, I mean, I'm looking for a friend, but like also whatever you want to do is fine with me. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> the passive aggressive guys. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm looking for a friend, but if you want to have sex, I mean. I, it's also, it's really hard because a lot of the, a lot of the people, guys on there are just looking for hookups, which is not what I'm looking for. It's very difficult. Well, we're, we're going to break that down in episode I'm going to get you there, Rachel. We'll do it. Absolutely. I so much about it in the past. Every episode we do ends up me going back to like, well, this person that I'm trying to date. <laughs> right, right. It, it, it's all like, I should just put those episodes together for an episode. It'll be a clip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a clip episode. All right. Well, this has been awesome. This is like the longest episode I've it's ever done. Congratulations. Really long, yeah. I I'm, might make this a two-parter. Thank you for sitting through it, people. I might make this a two-parter. You know that I did um, just one quick thing here. I did uh, the last episode we did was a feminism mm-hmm. episode. Okay. That's the last one I put out, I should say. It's not the last one we did, I don't think. But it's the last, a, it's, the last one it's, we did was about filmmaking. Right. Yeah, so yeah. that's the last one I put out, which I put out a few days ago. But I found you know what I found funny about that is and even though I just put it out a few days ago, um the the listeners that would a few listeners that we had that day, none of them were like in the US. Huh. Japan and like uh, Japan, the UK, people. and Australia. The Japan, UK, and Australia, they love me. I was like, wow. They heard Rachel I was on like, there, goodness like, gracious. Wow. That's so, yeah. Konnichiwa. Konnichiwa. All right. So this has uh, been Rachel and Reg and ATL. Thank you for listening. See you next time. Bye.